Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Here we go. Jake and Josh are here to analyze the game they love for the team they love. This is another Dolphins Podcast. Here's your host, Jake Mendel and Josh House. Joining me today is a very special guest. He is the founder of Go Big Recruiting and has covered the Philadelphia Eagles for many years. You can hear him on Westward One and a plethora of other places. He is Odyssey's NFL insider, Ross Tucker. Ross, welcome to the show, man. How you doing? Josh, I'm doing fantastic. Thank you so much for having me, man. Excited to talk uh, a little football and some Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Miami <laughs> Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. I'm, I, I always have that in my head from playing down there and doing games down there. Yeah, I, I bet. I mean, you were with New England Patriots for quite a few seasons, so I'm sure you have all sorts of uh, memories of playing the Dolphins. Yeah, you know what? Actually, more so when I was in Buffalo. Okay. Um, 2003, I started at right guard um, at home against Miami. And then 2004, the first game I started at center – and the second game I started at left guard. So I I, I think I, I know I started at least three games against the Dolphins for Buffalo 0304. And uh they had some really good defensive players back then. <laughs> I went against Tim Bowens a lot. And then Incredible. obviously they had two Hall of Famers. Not often you can have two front seven Hall of Famers. Jason Taylor, Zach Thomas, thrilled that Zach's going in this year. Both just awesome awesome football players jason looked so skinny i was trying to kill him but you could never really get a good shot on him you know he was so long so good with his hands so kind of wiry and then zach was just kind of built like a powder keg but just (laughs) so smart so smart so instinctive uh really really impressive football players yeah, I think Zach Thomas finally making it into the Hall of Fame. I mean, we've been waiting for that for years. I know a lot of Dolphin fans were tagging the Pro Football Hall of Fame for years trying to get him in there. So more than deserving. Um, you mentioned you play on the offensive line as an all-Ivy offensive lineman and seven-year NFL veteran. I'd like to get your opinion on the Miami Dolphins offensive line heading into the 2023 season. I think on the offensive side of the ball, that is probably, you know, the biggest question mark. Yes, they have Teron Armstead, Connor Williams, and Robert Hunt, but there are big-time question marks at left guard, right tackle. They brought in Isaiah Wynn, Cedric Obwehi, and Dan Feeney to compete. But how do you feel about the Miami Dolphins offensive line heading into the season? And should Dolphin fans be ready to close the book on young players like Austin Jackson, who just turned 23, and Liam Eikenberg as they struggled early in their careers? Well, so um, the Dolphins are loaded. Yeah. Uh, The Dolphins have an awesome roster. The Dolphins 
should not only make the playoffs again, but they have a chance to really make a run. The O-line's the key. I mean, looking at them on defense, with having Chubb and and Jalen Phillips off the edge, and then inside, Siler and Christian Wilkins, I mean, to have even their off-the-ball backer and David Long, who I think Dolphins fans will really like, and then Jalen Ramsey and Xavier Howard at corner. You still have Holland. I mean, they have a really good team, man. But O-line's everything. I mean, other than quarterback, O-line is everything. And I do like the fact that I, I'm s- surprised they brought in Obwehi. I, I, um, I, I, I'd be surprised if he's in the mix. Right. I, I've never really cared to watch him that much. Um, I am curious about when um, Eichenberg is still a young enough player that I think they're trying to figure out where he fits best. Um, and Austin Jackson, you know, it's funny, Josh, the way the NFL works. Anytime you draft a guy high and he doesn't pan out, that's always where your problem spot is. Right. Because when you draft him, you think we've got that position covered, right? But that hasn't been the case with Austin. Uh, maybe the light comes on for him. Maybe they move Eichenberg back out there. Maybe they move win the right tackle. I don't think it'll be a boy. He, that, that would really surprise me, but they certainly have um, a bunch of people in the mix that they're considering for that spot. Yeah. It almost looks like they're just throwing a bunch of darts and hoping that they can, you know, get some production at the left guard position and right. tackle. A thousand percent. Yeah. I think it's like, let's throw bodies at it. So that number one, we have depth in case of an injury, but also, one of these guys has to pan out. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, they're all versatile. You mentioned Wynn. I mean, he was pretty bad at right tackle last season, but he looked like he could maybe potentially play guard. I know Liam Eikenberg was even taking reps at center with Connor Williams holding out. So um, it's going to be interesting to see, but I think you're right. On the offensive side, or even maybe the entire team, that's probably the biggest uh, weakness. Um, as Dolphin fans, we can be honest. You know, we're, our opinion of Tua Tungvaloa is a bit skewed. You mentioned how important the quarterback position was, you know, next to the offensive line. What have you seen from Tua throughout his first three years, and what are your expectations for him heading into this 2023 season? We know he has to stay healthy, but besides that, what have you seen? Because, I mean, it looks like the Dolphins, you know, I don't want to throw around the word franchise quarterback because I think many fans did that with Ryan Tannehill, but he looks the part of a, a starting quarterback. He played very well when he was healthy, but, again, it's all about that health. So, first of all, I thought Mike McDaniel did a fantastic job with him last yeah. year. Just fantastic. And – Deserves a lot of credit for the success that Tua had. I mean, he just played right to Tua's strengths, timing anticipation, getting rid of the ball quickly, crossing routes. You know, McDaniel learned it from Kyle Shanahan, how to get guys in position for run after the catch. And Tua's excellent. I mean, he's pinpoint accurate, and he's got great timing and anticipation, right? So I thought that was awesome. Um, I really hope that young man stays healthy. I hope it for Dolphins fans. I hope it for him. I, I want him to get a life-altering contract from the Miami Dolphins. You know, he's good enough that he should be able to get that. And I don't think any of us, anybody, wants to see him suffer another concussion. I know he's done the jujitsu stuff and he's doing all these other things, uh, but I'm nervous. I'm nervous for him 
Because what what happens if he does get another one? Does he keep playing, or do the Dolphins play him? I I'm not exactly sure what happens in that scenario. But um, man, let's hope we don't have to find that. Let's hope he stays healthy the whole year, and that the Dolphins have a big year. Because let's be honest, I mean, if Tua played in the playoff game against the Bills, Dolphins win that game. I mean. Skylar Thompson did some positive things, but he did some negative things too. And the Dolphins would have won a road playoff game in Buffalo if Tua was their quarterback in that game. Yeah, completely agree. I mean, it's wild to think that they went up there with a seventh round draft pick and at least, you know, they lost by three points. They played them down to the wire. So um, I'm with you. I guess the biggest fear would be if that concussion happens, what do the Dolphins do? Because then the NFL, you know, then the organization, they might have to force their hand and do something that they don't want to do. And again, I think when he's healthy, he's one of the I mean, he was playing like a top 10 quarterback before he got hurt. So um, I agree with you. Everything relies on Tua Tungvaloa's health. And let's just hope we're talking about his next huge contract because we see some of these deals these quarterbacks are getting. I mean, he's going to get paid handsomely if he can stay healthy. Um, You mentioned that offense. What are your thoughts on Mike McDaniel as a head coach? I mean, and the offense he runs. Last se- Was last season just a flash in a pan, or is this a guy that, um, you know, we talked about Tua Tungvaloa and how Dolphin fans feel about him. Should Dolphin fans be over the moon excited and figure that they have their head coach now? Because, I mean, you see it. For so many years, they was just a rotating, you know, every three years they were changing the, cor- the, the head coach, you know, things like that. Is Mike McDaniel the guy in Miami? And what do you think of that, about that offense in 2022? Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Well, so... First of all, um, number one, it's gigantic that they brought in Vic Fangio. And Josh, I actually give Stephen Ross a lot of credit. You know, to make a guy the highest paid defensive coordinator in NFL history, it's a lot of dough, man. That's a lot of dough. And there's a lot of uh, owners that wouldn't do it because they look at that as extra money that they don't have to spend. It's not like the salary cap. They don't want to spend it. But McDaniel was able to convince Stephen Ross that Fangio provides that much value. You know what? He probably does. Fangio is a stud. And so you get the personnel they have with Vic Fangio. I think they have a chance to be really, really good on that side of the ball. That speaks well to McDaniel, by the way, Josh, that he was able to convince not only Stephen Ross, to pay Fangio, but Fangio to come, right? So give him credit for both of those, both of those things. And uh and, and deservingly so, I think. So that's big, I feel like, for um for the Dolphins. I was a little bit disappointed in the playoff game, Josh. Like they're burning timeouts, they're getting a delay a game. It's like third and long and they've got Skylar Thompson throwing picks like what what are we doing I mean I I think Mike McDaniel's an excellent coach that was not his finest moment let's see if it's a uh a, a learning thing for him yeah we can all agree all year long there was you know questionable situational decisions he made and the biggest were definitely in that game 
Um, so yeah, it, it says a lot about him. He has talked about it all offseason, you know, sticking to the run, which he abandoned at times last year, and just getting better. I mean, he was a first year coordinator. That was his first time calling plays, first time as a head coach. So I guess some of that's to be expected, but I'm with you, man. Bringing in Vic Fangio. I mean, everyone wants to talk about Jalen Ramsey, but bringing in Vic Fangio to that defense, you know, that already had Christian Wilkins, Jalen Phillips, Javon Holland. Bradley Chubb, you mentioned David Long Jr. earlier. Xavier Howard's not going to have two messed up groins again this year. I hope not. Brandon Jones is back. Um, what Dolphin fans want to know is, should we be able to expect this unit that was, I think, ranked 26th last year to skyrocket up to, you know, top 10, top five with just Vic Fangio and these pieces they added alone? Because adding that defense to that offense that we saw last year, if Tua can stay healthy, I'm with you. They can compete for the AFC East and then even make some noise in the playoffs. So um, do you see that unit completely jumping up there and being one of the top five, top 10 defenses based on the moves they made this offseason? Uh, I do. Yeah, I do. Nice. Um, I, I have no idea what Boyer was doing in that playoff game with his cover zero, all-out blitzes, like giving the Bills free touchdowns. I've never seen anything like that. It was almost like Boyer was trying to get fired. That was bananas to me. Right. And I guess it worked. Congratulations, Josh. It worked. You're fired. I mean, unbelievable uh, what he was doing in that game. Um, and I think Fangio is that good. Yeah. I and I I do. I think they'll be a top 10 defense, maybe even top five. They have the personnel to do it. Yeah, that's music to my ears. Um, one rumor that continues to swirl is Dalvin Cook. I mean, when you look at this running back room, we got Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson Jr. They drafted Devon A. Chain in the third round. Um, do you see Dalvin Cook as a need for this running back room? And what do you think bringing him into that offense could do to Mike McDaniel's offense, who I think was sixth last season? I mean, does that really take it to that next level that so many Dolphin fans would expect it to? I I, I think he probably there's a decent chance he ends up there. Nice. On, unless there's injuries elsewhere, because I'm sure the Dolphins would take him. But they're not going to give him the money he wants, man. No, I mean, they're not. You know, you got... Mostert, Wilson, you drafted A. Shane, who is lightning. I just don't think they're going to give Cook the money that he wants. But I would say the longer it goes, the better chance the Dolphins get Dalvin Cook. And he would be a great fit in their offense because he is a one-cut, explosive, up-the-field guy. That would really be something. And then what he does in the passing game, too, it'd be impressive. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you 100, percent and I, that's music to my ears. I think we can all agree that right now the running back, you know, the way they're getting paid or not paid, I guess you would say, is a little bit disrespecting. And I think you know when he was set to make what 11 million dollars, I think with Minnesota he got cut. He's probably definitely holding out for the right deal. But it does sound like he likes the Dolphins and the Dolphins like him. But it will come down to whether or not Chris Greer really wants to pony up and pay that money that he wants because I mean I think seven million would be more than the entire running back rooms set to make combined this year so um we'll see how that plays out but I, I love hearing the longer it takes maybe there's a better chance he gets here um what are your expectations for the 2023 Miami Dolphins you mentioned earlier them being able to potentially compete in the AFC East potentially make a run in the playoffs do you think they can outmuscle the Jets and the Pats and dethrone the Bills and win the AFC East for the first time and since 2008, I think, was the Wildcat year the last time they they won the AFC East. Do, do you see this team being that good and being able to compete with the Bills who, you know, every year it seems like they're Super Bowl favorites? Yeah, so I I really think the Dolphins, Jets, and Bills, it's a toss-up who wins that division. I think they're all going to win 10, 11 games, kind of beat each other up. 
I think the I don't think the Bills really improved this offseason. I think the Dolphins did. I think the Jets did. I think they're all pretty much even. I think the Patriots probably win seven or eight games. So it's 10 or 11 wins for Jets, Dolphins, Bills. And in that scenario, Josh, there's absolutely a chance where they win the division. I mean, it's going to come down to one game. Right. It's going to come down to one game, whether or not the Dolphins win that division. Obviously, health will play a big part, but they got as good a chance as any of them. Yeah, that, that's music to my ears. I wanted to ask you this earlier. I grew up in Lebanon, PA. I know I moved down to Berks County, so I, I live in Sinking Spring now. I know that's where you grew up uh, while missing. What does it mean to you getting to where you are today, growing up in that area that isn't widely known, working your tail off to go to Princeton and the NFL? I know I always heard about Chad Henney. I think Taylor Swift is from around here, but I'd say you kind of uh, you know paved the way for them. So um, what does it mean to you, and what advice would you give to some young athletes looking to you know make a come up? Well, so hold on a second, Josh. How are you hosting yeah, I, the I, Dolphins podcast I, I from Odyssey <laughs> from Sinking Spring? Uh, I, I don't know. I just maybe my following. I, I don't know. That's a great question. It was I traded an OJ McDuffie card for a Bernie Kosar in like first grade. And it's kind of just taken over. I, I mean, everywhere I go, I'm wearing Dolphins gear. That is amazing, man. That is awesome. I didn't know you were in Sinking Spring. Yeah, man. Um, you know, I. Um, I take a lot of pride in being from Reading and why missing in particular. In fact, I used to write at the top of my notebook every day, why missing? Because I kind of felt like, gosh, you're going to get me like choked up. Um, I kind of felt like I was representing everybody from why missing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because uh -huh. it's a really small town. And Matt Lytle had made the NFL. I give him credit for making the NFL and playing a couple of years, but I, I definitely felt like I was repping all those people. Uh -huh. And uh, that town means a great deal to me. I loved every aspect of growing up in Why Missing. It's like an ideal town to grow up in. And we've had a bunch of success, you know, obviously the football team and you know, there's another NFL player right now, Alex Anzalone, linebacker for the Lions, and certainly Wilson School District, where you are, has had their fair share with Kerry Collins and Chad Henney over the years. So that's awesome, man. I didn't know you were there. That's great. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on the show. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, before I let you go, um, tell our listeners where they can find you, and are you working on anything special? We should keep our eyes on this preseason. Great question, uh, Josh. So number one, um, I got a bunch of different podcasts always. Yes. So um, Ross Tucker football podcast is daily. You got the even money betting podcast, the fantasy feast podcast for fantasy football, the college draft podcast, where we talk about the top players for the NFL draft and the biggest college games. So there's a bunch of podcasts for you. And then I've got a really cool slate of games I'll be calling this season and i would say follow me on social media at ross tucker nfl because there uh there's some some more announcements and information coming out as far as that's concerned over the next few weeks which will be exciting awesome ross thanks again so much for joining this pod it was uh it was a pleasure to have you and hopefully we can do it again sometime likewise my pleasure josh thank you so much for having me yep enjoy your day